Hey y'all, welcome to the Mental Health Moments with Monique podcast. I'm your host, Monique Johnson. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor, a nationally certified counselor, and a child and adolescent trauma professional. I am located in the suburbs of Chicago, where I work in private practice, serving children, adolescents, adults, and families. To get more information on me and my mental health resources, visit my website at www.mentalhealthmomentswithmonique.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Mental Health Moments with Monique. This podcast is a safe space where I connect with different members of the community and allow them to share their experiences and perceptions on mental health. We sit and discuss the stigma of mental health, as well as their journey to learn and understand their own emotional well-being. They have taken on the mission to educate, advocate, and help others become aware of the mental health concerns in our communities. Take a moment to listen to their stories. Thank you for joining me on the Mental Health Moments with Monique podcast for episode number six, Parenting. Joining me today, we have my good friend, Coach Dominique. Dominique identifies as an African-American female who is a certified life coach specializing in girls and women. Dominique is also the founder of a girls mentoring program, Pretty Me Inc., which is located in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Thank you so much for being so willing to share and for taking on the mission to educate, advocate, and make others become aware of mental health in our communities. So welcome. Thank How you are so you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a busy week, but I'm doing yes, pretty well. Yes, but we're here. Exactly. <laughs> 80 degrees, it's time to sit in. Yes. So it's going pretty good. So I'm going to just jump right in. Um, the first question that I want to ask you, that I ask all my guests on my podcast is, when you hear of mental health, what do you think of? When I hear mental health, I think of overall wellness mm-hmm. for me. You know, I think it starts internally. Yeah. You, you know, what you think and how you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. um, which then dictates your actions and mm-hmm. how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if your mental health is in the right space and positive, um, I think it makes you feel good about yourself. So mm-hmm. then that exudes on the outside mm-hmm. and you want to look good to mm-hmm. match the, you know what I mean? Yes. So I think for me, mental health is an overall wellness inside and out. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. I love that. It's like you do the internal work mm-hmm. and then that shows, you know, externally. Exactly. And then that's how you can really live your best self when you do all of those parts. And 100%. Live like holistically. Yes. A really good life. Absolutely. I love that. Was mental health discussed in your household growing up like as a child? Not at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. I, growing up, I had not even, I don't remember ever even hearing the term mental, mental health, health, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, no, that was not something that was discussed in my household, mm-hmm. outside of my household, mm-hmm. or even in my community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. So, that was definitely um, 
foreign yeah, <laughs> growing yeah. up, to be honest. Unfortunately, right. but yeah, to be honest, no, that was not something that was discussed. Right, and you know, I think that's a common theme that I'm noticing in everyone that I kind of have on my podcast. It's like, we didn't talk about this. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, in my background, I didn't. It was very foreign. I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely do agree. And now that you had that experience as a child, do you feel like it's something that is important and something that should be talked about? Oh, a thousand percent. Um, growing up, feeling all the different feelings, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. whether it, you know, now there are names, you know, that I was introduced to, whether yes. it be anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, growing up not knowing those terms mm-hmm. or not knowing about mental wellness and mental health, mm-hmm. you just think you're going through stuff and you're feeling things. And yeah. I know at least where I came from, yeah. it was like, just deal with it, get over it, you'll be all right. You know, mm-hmm. you weren't taught any coping mechanisms. You weren't taught what it is that I'm feeling. You weren't taught that you're normal. Other people deal with the same things you're, you're dealing with too. Mm-hmm. So specifically, you know, in my own experience, I grew up with a lot of feelings and thought that I was just, am I weird? Yeah. You know, like, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling the And then what happens is it causes you to internalize it. Yes. And you're embarrassed and you don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. you're not knowledgeable that this is it's normal. You know, mm-hmm. it's not you're not some alien walking around because you have feelings. Right. You know, yep. so mm-hmm. um, for me, it, it definitely is something that should be dealt with, should be talked about yeah. In, yeah. in a positive light. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. made like a negative connotation when you talk about your feelings and, yeah. you know, the terms that go along with those. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It could be very isolating at first mm-hmm. when you don't know about it and you feel like, am I the only one experiencing this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I abnormal because I'm experiencing this? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that can be very isolating. Um, I do agree in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people feel like they will be shamed mm-hmm. or like dissed if mm-hmm. they, you know, express how they're feeling. And so in so many ways, we need to take away that negative connotation from it. So I like how you said, you know, we shouldn't speak on it negatively. Right. We should speak on it in a positive light because I right. definitely do see that a lot. Mm-hmm. And we should change that narrative to make it look different. Absolutely. We have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can you share with me your thoughts surrounding the stigma with mental health? Yeah, I think it kind of coincides a little bit what we began to touch on just now with it being looked at in a negative light. I know in the African-American community, Mm -hmm. um, it's Mm kind of like taboo. You're going to see a therapist. Are you crazy? You're going to the crazy house. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, whoa, what's wrong with you? You got to go all the way to a therapist. Um, I think that's putting a negative connotation when it comes to you taking care of yourself and your mental health. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't be the case. Um, It it definitely needs to be discussed. It definitely should be welcomed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And no one should be judged. I think Mm -hmm. that's the other thing. You know, people are afraid they're going to be talked about, made fun of, judged. Unfortunately, a lot of our black men and boys, you know, they're taught to man up. Mm -hmm. Keep it inside. Right. (laughs) Boys don't cry. And and even, you know, specifically boys, yeah, and and our women and the girls too, Mm -hmm. what ends up happening, I think when that is the case, and that's taught is you're you're literally teaching your kids how to suppress yes. at an early age. Yep. You're you're teaching them to suppress it and hold it inside. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that everything that you've suppressed as you grow yeah. is going to fester and it's going to come out in some other form because you were never taught 
how to positively manage your feelings, how to cope with them, what they meant, what mm -hmm. they were. Mm -hmm. And so now you're turning to other things, not even realizing that that's the root of the problem. Exactly. But you're turning mm -hmm. to other things, probably negative things, as your outlet, yeah. as your coping mechanism, yeah. when there are actually people you can speak to or things you can do to help you manage and help you cope yeah. in a positive way that wouldn't negatively impact you or your life, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's... Um, it, it, it definitely has been, and no, like I said, in our community, something that has been looked down upon. Yeah. And I think it's time, beyond time, for us to definitely change that narrative, for right, sure. Right, exactly. And as you talk about, like, suppressing your emotions, and then these young boys and girls mm -hmm. grow to be adults, and they have these experiences and don't know how to process yes. them, and they begin to suppress them even more. Mm -hmm. And then their balloon pops. Yep. And they have no idea why their balloon's exploding and just no education about it. And so instead of suppressing it, instead of pushing it down, how do we teach our young ones to process their emotions, talk about mental health, educate them yes. on what they're feeling yeah. and experiencing so that they become healthier adults later on in life? I absolutely love that analogy, the balloon popping, because mm -hmm. that's literally what happens mm -hmm. is the same way when you sweep something under the rug. After a while, that rug, that little mountain is going to become huge and you're going to yep. trip over it and yep. you're not going to know what to do. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing. You suppress and it builds and builds and you're not even realizing that it's happening, but at some point it's going to reach its peak. Yeah. Yep. And when it does, that pop is not going to necessarily be something good because now mm -hmm. you don't know how to deal with it because exactly. you, you suppress it and internalize it for so long mm -hmm. that now it's completely out of nowhere and it's completely mm -hmm. overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That unfortunately can lead to so many different things from yes. breakdowns yeah. to, all, you know, a lot of things that just could be avoided yeah. if properly taught early on, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because at that point you're like so deep in it, mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard to get yourself out of it. Absolutely. And it takes a lot of work to be able to do that. So how was mental health introduced to you, right? Like it was not something that was talked about when you were younger. So how was it introduced to you and how did you learn to come and understand your own mental health? Great question. Um, how was it introduced to me? When I began wanting to help other young girls, mm -hmm. honestly, specifically because there were a lot of different elements that I was not taught when I was a child that yeah. I said, you know what, I want to be able to help other young girls yeah. kind of avoid some of the situations and feelings that I felt when I was that age. Yes. So when I kind of dove into that area and started helping more, you know, I started identifying more with feelings yeah. and what they looked like. Yeah. And it caused me to want to do my research, you mm -hmm. know, whether mm -hmm. it's from reading books, articles, mm -hmm. um, listening to podcasts yes. or whatever the case may be to educate myself on yeah. it, you know, to know that it's okay to, to learn about it. And the very interesting thing is once I began educating myself, I began mm -hmm. to get comfortable with myself like, Oh my gosh, this is a thing. Yeah. Like I experienced that. Right. I went through that and that's what that was. Uh -huh. I thought I was just going through you know, I was honestly, can I be candid on your You podcast? sure can. Okay. <laughs> you know, there were times where it's like, God, why are you punishing me? What did I do? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling like this? Like yeah. I just want to be happy and I don't know why I'm not. Yeah. So that, that too, not understanding why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. So mm -hmm. to answer your question, yeah, just going back and educating myself on 
what mental health is, yes. what that looks like, yeah. how you can cope with it, better understanding it, knowing that it's not anything negative and there's nothing wrong with you. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I introduced myself yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to mental health, to, to, you know, to better myself and have yeah. a better understanding. That way I can also educate others and help other, you know, women and young yeah. girls as well. Mm -hmm. So it was like a self-taught journey. 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. And that way, you know, your passions came up mm -hmm. and you were educating yourself so that you can give back to these young girls yes. that we work yes. with and Pretty Me Inc. is an awesome <laughs> mentoring program. Yeah. Um, and then also just as your, you know, your profession as a certified mm -hmm. life coach, like you're doing it, you know, using those skills, using the education through that platform yes. and reaching out to girls and women as well. Yes. That's really awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I know, you know, we're here to talk about parenting. You're mm -hmm. mentioning young girls and young boys and things like that. So I'm just going to kind of start with the basics. Like okay. what is your definition of parenting? Definition of parenting. I think parenting encompasses a lot of different elements and a lot of different levels. Yeah. Um, you have some parents that um, raise their children only. Yes. You have amazing providers and caretakers. Yeah. You have parents that want to be their kids best friends. Mm -hmm. You have that mm -hmm. disciplinarian person who's yes. like the, the warden of the house, you know. Mm -hmm. So all those different levels, I think, put together can equate to parenting. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely does. And I actually am going to touch on different types of parenting okay. and that exactly what you just shared. Do you feel like there's good parenting? I don't like to say bad parenting, but do you feel like there's good parenting and those who struggle as parents? Yes, I think there's misunderstood parenting, yes. so to speak, because, mm -hmm. you know, there isn't a parenting hand handbook. Sure not. There, <laughs> and, and, and even if there was, I mean, it may be a little bit helpful, but yeah. every person and child is different. Yeah. Everybody has different needs, wants, desires, um, struggle areas, or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't, I wouldn't say bad parenting. I think, you know, some may need to be a little bit more open-minded. Yeah. Um, yep. But a lot of that goes back to how they were brought up and what mm -hmm. they were exposed to as children as well. Mm -hmm. um, Parents need to, you know, know the different levels and know, you know, that it's okay to have community, yes. to speak to other parents mm -hmm. and not think that, you know, not be embarrassed and mm -hmm. like, well, if I go ask this mom or this dad about this situation, they're going to look at me like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We need to like eliminate that completely because yes. there's, you need community. You Takes need to a village. 100%. <laughs> You need to talk to people. So um, I think there's different levels of parenting. Like you said, I wouldn't say bad parenting. Just, yeah. just misunderstood, you know, struggle parenting. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I would mm -hmm. go with that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, you can't tell me how to parent that my too. child. They get that defensive. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how do you have an open mind to mm -hmm. know that we're all in this together? Yeah. And no one knows how to do this perfectly. So mm -hmm. how can you have support of family, friends, community? therapy like you yeah, know yeah. whatever it is to get that support and have an open mind like you said that was really good yeah so you know of course in my education <laughs> I've learned about like four different types of parenting so okay. you have the authoritarian parent mm -hmm. who focuses specifically on obedience punishment over discipline okay. right and then you have the authoritative parent who they focus on creating a positive relationship with the with the youth, but they also do enforce some rules. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the permissive parent who they don't enforce any rules. They're just like, <laughs> kids are gonna be kids and kinda let them do what they wanna do. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the uninvolved parent, which they provide a little guidance, a little nurturing or a little attention, but they're just really not present mm -hmm. in their relationship. 
feeling out there. Yeah. And I heard you mention all of these yeah. and the ones that you just stated in your list. So what are your thoughts about those types of parenting? And then I'm going to ask you a personal question okay. of where do you feel like you and your family falls in? Um, okay, so let's see. The uninvolved parents. Mm -hmm. Essentially, if you're the uninvolved parent, you're pretty much putting out there to your child that you kind of don't really care or you're right. uninterested, you yeah. know. And so mm -hmm. then they think or, you know, maybe might feel that that's the norm. Like, right. you know, yeah. growing up, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what I experienced, so that's normal. Yeah. Um, the authoritative figure, which which one was that? I'm sorry. The authoritative one. They create a positive relationship, but they also enforce rules. So which I think impressive. is good. Mm -hmm. I think I think you have to have levels. You have to have boundaries. Yes. Um, if you're all or nothing, that's not necessarily uh, the route you, you want to go. Exactly. You don't want to yeah. be that parent that's waving that finger and that's like, you do this, this, this. Like I said, the warden syndrome. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do that because then your mm -hmm. child grows up fearing you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they don't get that nurturing, comforting, loving side mm -hmm. of you. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think honestly, in, in all of the ones that you mentioned, it's very important to have pieces I wouldn't say the uninvolved one now <laughs> but you know have different pieces and different levels of each one of those mm -hmm. again because all yeah. of it kind of equates to overall parenting exactly mm -hmm. and then I think you spoke on like you know just forcing rules forcing rules forcing rules and no relationship that's yeah. very similar to the authoritarian mm -hmm. uh, parent because they just like I just want to punish you and I just want you to be obedient and just not really nurturing and not focus on that relationship you know what I've noticed a lot with you know the parents that I've talked to and yeah. coached is the parent that's like I just want the best for my child yeah. and so I've been there I went through it so I want to keep you from it and mm -hmm. not realizing in them doing that you're really you know keeping your child kind of closed off from reality because you want to shelter them from a lot of things yeah. you want to keep yep. them in, and I get it I'm a mom mm -hmm. I want to keep my kids from heartache and pain yeah. and uh, hurt and whatever else the case may be I get it 100% if I can keep them in a bubble trust me I would mm -hmm. <laughs> but realistically it's a cold hard world out there yeah. and the world is not going to shelter them and the world is mm -hmm. not going to be nice to them always yeah. so you have to be able to allow your children to feel yeah. life yeah. <laughs> experience life mm -hmm. you can't you know Go to your room, clean your room. You can't go outside. You can't hang out with your friends. Right. Be back in the house by this time. You know, because then what's going to happen is they're going to, you're creating resentment. Mm -hmm. And when they're no longer under your roof, there, there may be some level of resentment towards you. Mm -hmm. And then they're probably going to kind of go wild yeah. because they haven't experienced this new world. Yes. And that's what you don't want to happen. Yes. So I, I'm sorry, I just no, want to No, that's great. Touch on what you just said. <laughs> that's great because I've seen that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I will. When I was in, you know, high school, my mom, she had boundaries and she had rules, but I also was able to live a little bit. She gave me mm -hmm. some freedom and some independence because she trusted me. And yeah. so I was able to do certain things, right? And then you have people that I knew who weren't able to do those things. Mm -hmm. They weren't able to get that freedom and get that independence. And when we all went off to college, some people went crazy, yeah. right? Because they're just not used to that versus me. I went halfway across the States and I was fine. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that is very important. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that you shared that. 
that image in Yeah, that. yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So I am going to circle back. Okay. What kind of parent do you feel like you are? I'm put you on the spot here. Um, <laughs> let's see, I'm extremely open yes. with my kids, meaning I have the hard conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the happy conversations. Mm-hmm. I have the uncomfortable conversations. Yes. Listen, kind of going, look, I don't want to put his business out there. My oldest son, mm-hmm. he's he going through a little puberty, guys. Oh, it's um, <laughs> So, like, you know, having the, the uh, as a mom, that's yeah. my baby. But, you know, educating him on yes. those things as far as, you know, he can, we can watch movies together. So mm-hmm. he is my little best friend, too, yeah, you know. Yeah. There are so many different levels to how I parent. We are friends. We can yeah. hang out. We can yeah. laugh. Yeah. He got my back. He know I got his. He'll tell you in a minute, like, you know, I got my mom's right. He don't even have to tell you. You'll see it. If yeah. you hang around us long enough, you'll see he, you know, my oldest, my youngest, he does too. But, you know, my oldest, obviously, he's a little bit more mature. He's 11. Yes. My youngest is five. So right. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> um I will say this. I will be very honest. I could probably, and my husband will agree, mm-hmm. I could, you know, level up in the in the area of disciplinarian yeah. um, because I have the, the, that's my baby syndrome. The and the, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes where I should step up and be a little bit more, uh, you know, of that disciplinarian, yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also recognize it. Mm-hmm. So I recognize that that is an area that I do need to step it up a little bit. Thankfully, I you know I have my husband, but as, yes. as my as their mom, mm-hmm. I have to be able to do the same thing as well. I'm, I'm raising young black men. In America. In America. <laughs> so it's extremely important for them, you know, yeah. to, res- you know, respect women and authority figures and not think that, oh, they're just pushover moms, right. just a pushover. Now, don't, they know I don't play. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think I encompass all of those different levels yes. of parenting because I think mm-hmm. it's very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I tell people, you know, you don't want to be in just one box. At all. You want to pick up nuggets from all these other things that can make you a, you know, a whole parent mm-hmm. <laughs> and make you, you know, very, you know, holistic and great in many Absolutely. assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you know people that do struggle with parenting or just being a parent in general? I do. I coach them. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Shout out to I, you in coaching. I, I absolutely do. Um, exp- have experience and do experience mm-hmm. other parents that struggle a little bit for various reasons. Yeah. Um, whether it be the parent who was brought up a certain kind of way. So mm-hmm. this new age or new era, they're yeah. not accustomed to. So they're like, uh-uh, I, I wasn't brought up like this. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I coached them on how to be a little bit more open-minded. Um, I have the parents that is like, no, she she know what she's supposed to do. That's it. That's all. And so then I'm coaching them on how to communicate better yes. and be open to that communication yeah. and having the hard or the uncomfortable uh, mm-hmm. conversations with their children. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the parent that I know it all. You can't tell me none. This is my child. Don't nobody know my child better than I do. And mm-hmm. it's like that's a problem because yeah. I've experienced that parent and then that child turning around saying that they did something that that parent don't know nothing about nothing at all because they're uncomfortable taking it to that parent because that parent has put out there I know this and that's my child and she wouldn't do this they put a lot of pressure onto the child so now the child doesn't want to disappoint the parent Mm -hmm. and they don't want to come to you and say I I, I did whatever you know Um, so 
I've definitely experienced many different parents who struggle in many different areas yeah. because there's a there's a lot to parenting. Yes, there's a lot to it. It's just yeah. not it's not one size fits all. Nope. Um, there's a <laughs> lot of levels to it. Yeah. So absolutely, I've I've definitely experienced those. Yeah, parents. yeah, and that's really huge, though, right? Like it's not a one shoe fits mm -hmm. all, and I think there are some generational patterns and traits oh, yes. that are passed down, oh, and yes. so they begin to put that on to their children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they don't you know provide those comfortable safe spaces mm -hmm. like I heard you say you have uncomfortable conversations yeah. with your children and you coach your ladies that you work with or you know men that you work with to have those uncomfortable mm -hmm. you know conversations and I always say sit in that uncomfort because that's going to bring growth yes and as you are parenting and learning like in teaching you're growing you are you are learning with them yep. you know you don't have it all and don't know it all mm -hmm. and so how do you walk alongside them as they get older and be okay with telling your children that yeah. let them know that you're a human yeah you know they it's important for you to teach them accountability mm -hmm. I'll apologize to my kids in a heartbeat I'm sorry my bad I didn't know yeah I, you know I wasn't aware or if they ask me something you know what son I'm not sure but let me go find out yeah and, and there's nothing wrong with letting your kids know that side of you or letting them see the vulnerable side of you yes. as well. You are being an example and you're teach by you showing them that you're then teaching them that it's okay. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I have a bad day or if I'm going through something, to be 100% honest with you, my kids and I have the relationship now, I don't have to say anything. My kids will come up to me and say, mom, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Literally, we formed a relationship where throughout the day, even my five-year-old will come and say, yes. Mom, how's your day? I love How it. How you doing today, Mom? You okay? Mm -hmm. Like literally all day long. Yes. If you know my kids, they're like, how's your day? Yeah. Are you good? We have the habit of when we wake up in the morning, we hug each other. How'd you sleep? How do you feel this yeah. morning? Every single day. Mm -hmm. They come in the room before bedtime. Give them a hug. I love mm -hmm. you. Good night. Mm -hmm. You know? I love showing, it. Showing it's okay to feel things. Emotion is okay. Being vulnerable. They're going to look at you like the superhero you, you already are in a different world. Like, dang, you know, my mom, she's a human. She she mm -hmm. may not have it all, but she's, she's, she's okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a, a very good part of parenting. Let your kids yes. know you're human. You ain't yes. got it all together, and that's okay. Yes. You I don't love have that. To. Being authentic mm -hmm. and being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That's what I want my parents to take away if you're listening yes. to this. <laughs> please, please be authentic. Please yeah. be vulnerable because then mm -hmm. you're teaching them to be the same way mm -hmm. and not hide things and, you know, yeah. I love that. So what do you think, you know, in your work with women um, who are, you know, working on improving their parenting, what do you think are some signs or symptoms or things you notice when they, that they are struggling? That the parents are struggling? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, some signs that I, you know, can kind of see that parents are struggling is um, kind of a little bit like what I said earlier, the parent that vocally says, like, you can't tell me nothing. Right. I got it all together. Yeah. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen the parent who will outright say, look, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what she going through. I need mm -hmm. some help. Mm -hmm. Um which I love because you're able to identify that there's a problem and you want to fix it. Yes. You're not afraid to say that because yes. it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong at all. Not Actually, at all. you're doing everything right because now you're seeking help for it. Exactly. And, and like we said, that's a positive thing. You're mm -hmm. looking to, you know, better yourself and your parenting and your child. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many signs, yeah. I, you know, there's so many different mm -hmm. things that you can see where, you know, you can also see it in the child. Yes. If the parent is struggling, oh, you, those yeah. are, there's a lot of flags 
that pop up within the child, the child's behavior, their yeah. characteristics, personality, et cetera. Yeah. And that'll tell you a lot about their household and how they're parented as well. 100%. And that goes to my next question. Oh, okay. How <laughs> do you feel like, you know, parents that struggle sometimes with parenting, how does that impact the mental health of their kids? <sighs> um, in, in, many, in many different ways. If you are the type of parent who struggles with communication yeah you can't talk to your child the proper way your child is going to probably you know have a lack of understanding of communication mm -hmm. your relationship probably is going to have some type of breakdown because there's probably going to be a lot of misunderstandings in there because you you can't communicate and you mm -hmm. haven't taught your kid how to communicate exactly. so then there's that yep. um if you don't know how to cope and express your feelings, yeah. so if you, the parent, and we all have bad days. All the time. We all have those <laughs> moments where it's like, look, I just don't feel like being bothered. Yeah. But you don't know how to speak that or express that to your child. Your child is probably going to internalize that and think that they did something. Yep. They're going to think that they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. They're going to tiptoe around you now because mm -hmm. they don't want to upset mom or dad. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we know that's not the case. Yeah. Again, I'm the type, I tell my kid, I'm just not in a good mood. My son will ask me. And I really, we had an incident recently where I was just not in a good mood. And he said, Mom, you okay? You don't look like, you, you look blah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just having a bad day. He was like, you want to talk about it? And I was like, you know what? Not right now. And he was like, okay, okay, we can talk later. You know, That's so awesome. we have that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Tell them, yeah. you know, so that they don't think that they're doing something wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They don't want to tiptoe around you. and You know, all, all those different things. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, um, it's a lot to go parenting <laughs> it is which is why i wanted to do this and of course we're not going to get everything in a yeah, podcast yeah. episode which is definitely fine um but i really look to you to you know come share some insight because i know you do this work so yeah, thank you thank so much you. for sharing now you know these parents are sometimes struggling and sometimes they're stressed out and trying to work with their um their youth and trying to improve their communication and all these different things how do you feel like parenting can impact a person's mental health like their own mental health. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you aren't aware of your own stress stressors yeah. or triggers yeah. or even how to manage or cope with them, mm -hmm. you then can, you know, kind of going back to that pop and balloon yeah. example that we gave, mm -hmm. you kind of internalize it because as parents, we wear many hats yes. and we get in the habit of doing, 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 and we're sweeping stuff under the rug, internalizing, mm -hmm. suppressing until we pop. Yeah. So... It, it can it can get overwhelming, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. if you know how to kind of step outside the box, I mm -hmm. guess you can say I'm a I'm a big believer in we're always in the box. Yeah, I always have one foot in and one foot out, if yes. that makes sense, it so does. that I can, you know, I see what's going on, but I'm able to kind of step outside and see what's going on as well. Like, yeah. Dominique, you, you need to slow down a little bit yeah. or you need to take some time for yourself and know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing at Do all. not. Yeah. I, I get a lot of moms that feel guilty. Well, I feel, I, exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you're not good, how can you be good for anybody else? 100%. <laughs> Especially your children. So do not feel guilty. Do not feel bad mm -hmm. um, for for taking care of yourself. Um, affirmations, write them. Yes. I'm, I'm big on affirmations. Me writing too. them down. I'm Look, I'm big on God. Talking yes. to him. Praying. Yes, ma'am. Um, go, go to that spa. Mm -hmm. Go get your nails done. Mm -hmm. Go go have lunch. Go have a glass of wine. Whatever yeah. that looks like for you. Indulge in it. I, I coach a lot of my clients and I tell them, um, I actually make it an assignment. Yeah. I'll start low. I'll say take at least a minimum of 
15 minutes out of this week to yourself. I don't care what it looks like, but it has to include you. And nobody else. And nobody else. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of build from there. And, and Monique, I kid you not, I've gotten so, you know, I get so many positive remarks from it. Like, I didn't realize that I needed that. Exactly. I didn't realize that that little 15 minutes was really going to be beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. You don't think about it because (laughs) we get so wrapped up in the world. Yeah. And all the things that we're supposed to do and whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. Not even realizing that little 15 minutes could be a game changer for you. Definitely. And you're right with the so many hats, right? You got to work. You got to clean. You got to cook. You got to train. You got to take them to this game. Take them over here to this club. And so, like, how do you get some time for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really important. So, I know you shared a little bit about your parenting type. So, I'm curious, like, what has parenting been like for you? And do you feel like at any point it has impacted your own mental health? It has. Mm -hmm. Um... I, I couldn't sit here and, and coach other parents yeah. or mentor young girls or anything like that if I, my own opinion, if I haven't went through anything or experienced anything. Yeah. There were times where I felt like I needed to be everything and everybody oh. at the same time. Yeah. There were times where I felt like, I, like you said, I need to cook, I need to clean, I need to bathe the kids, I got to mm-hmm. make sure school work is done, mm-hmm. I got to be the wife and do my wifely duties, yes. I got to work my nine to five, mm-hmm. I got to do my coaching, I got to work my organization, oh. you know, like... <laughs> Like, and it it got to a point where I had to, you know, have a conversation with my husband and say, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that he was lacking anywhere. It's Mm -hmm. because I felt like I had to do everything. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's just who I am. It became the norm. It became the norm. Mm -hmm. And until I broke. Yeah. My balloon popped. Yep. And I had to say, you know what? I need help. And my husband was like, why didn't you say anything? I didn't know how. Yeah. I didn't know how to say anything. I mm-hmm. felt like this is my responsibility. Yeah. And so I got to a point where, you know, thankfully I do have my husband as my support system that yes. was like, go to your room, close the door, kids, and leave your mom alone, lock the door. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just do you. He was like, what do you need to do? Do you need a weekend or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I started getting to know me again. Oh, yeah. I started, <laughs> you know, saying, hey, girl, what you like to do? You yeah. know, because I lost sight of that. Yeah. I didn't remember. Like, you know, I had someone ask me, like, if you had a complete full day to yourself, what would that look like? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, ask me that question today, honey. Because yeah. I promise you I'm going to get me a facial. Okay. I'm going to get me a pedicure, you know. Yes. Um, and those are just times to myself yeah. for me to kind of just debrief, mm-hmm. kind of exhale. You mm-hmm. can't be everything to everybody and nothing to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You have to keep in mind that you are the most important person in your life. Definitely. Because if you aren't good, you absolutely can't be good to them kids. You can't be good to that spouse. You mm-hmm. can't be good to that job mm-hmm. and nothing else. You are the number one most important person in your entire life. Mm-hmm. So to keep that in mind, you have to take care of yourself. You have to love yourself like nobody else can or will. Yes. It's just extremely important. I, I, you know, I had a conversation with a friend one day and I, I think I was, I said something about myself like, oh, I, I, it was something negative. Yes. And he checked me so quick. He said, hey, and uh, just FYI, I need you to stop talking about Dominique like that. Ooh. He was like, because uh, <laughs> my girl, she, she ain't nothing to mess with. She a boss and I need you Pop to it. recognize that. Mm-hmm. I said, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, you know, if if you were Dominique's friend, third person, yeah, would you would you how would you feel about the relationship? And I was like, I wouldn't want to be her friend. Ooh. At that, honestly, in that in that point, in time, I said, you know, I yeah. wouldn't want to be her friend. Yeah, and it was like a light bulb for me. Mm-hmm. I need to get me together. Mm-hmm. 
now Mm -hmm. before it's too late yeah going back to that mental health piece before it's too late before you have a breakdown before i had a breakdown yeah i was in therapy yeah i was you know in depression and scared didn't know what the next moment was going to look like i it it took me there yeah so you know i think myself and i think i can kind of speak for you a little bit that's why we're here to kind of prevent other people yes from having (laughs) to have those moments and breakdowns and kind of you know say hey girl we got you or Mm -hmm. you know sorry we got you Mm -hmm. you don't have to jump off the deep end right you don't have to get to 10. right (laughs) we don't have to get to 10. Mm -hmm. zero to 100 no we don't Mm -hmm. have to go there Mm -hmm. you know we can eliminate that yeah so yeah, um, it's whew, I've I've definitely been there, yeah. but I I got to know me again. That's I, awesome. I I kind of fell in love with this girl and was like, you know what? I yes. like you, girl. I want to hang out with you, girl. Right? You would be her friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be her very best friend. Yeah, we are very very connected now. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. I'm hearing a lot of you know using your support system, mm-hmm. doing some self reflection, yep. doing some therapy, yep. and finding some self care. It's Absolutely. like how you manage and cope. Would you agree? One hundred percent. And I think keep in mind. One, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Right. Two, it's not something you can do and, and be done with. Mm-hmm. It takes work. There are yeah. going to be setbacks. Yep. There are, th- you think about it this way. You, you know, I hear, you hear people say, um, I took one step forward and 10 steps back uh-huh. or whatever the case. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to take work. Mm-hmm. It's going it, to look real ugly It's going to look real <laughs> ugly. You know, you're stepping into new territory. Yeah. But it's necessary. You mm-hmm. have to keep pushing at it. You have to keep doing it. So, again, you can be the best version of you. Yeah. So you could raise them kids mm-hmm. and have positive parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we can have uh, uh, the best next generation that we can. Because yeah. um, it, it was looking a little bleak. Yeah. For a little, <laughs> for a little yeah. bit. Kids. But anyway, we're not, we're not going to go in there. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. I like how you said that. Positive parenting and maybe some struggling and negative aspects of parenting mm-hmm. is what I would prefer to use versus good and bad. I don't yeah. like the good and bad yeah, terms. No, so. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we dabbled a little bit into, you know, self-care and things like that. And I'm actually going to circle back to that. Before I get to self-care, how do you think parenting impacts our community? Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> parenting absolutely impacts our community because you're raising the children that are going to become the leaders that are going to be in the world yes. that we're going to have to depend on. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it absolutely impacts our community. If you aren't parenting your children, if yeah. you're just raising them, if yeah. you, whatever whatever aspect it is, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to reflect in them. Yeah. And how they then go out and interact in the world, yeah. whether they become productive, successful leaders yep. or mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately or not. Mm-hmm. We've, we've seen that as well. So yeah. parenting is probably, if not the biggest um, factor when it comes to, you know, having people and being citizens of the community to be honest yeah it's like you are you know raising the next generation of leaders the next generation to be game changers in this Mm -hmm. world and so Mm -hmm. your parenting is going to directly impact what that will look like 100 percent. yeah okay awesome thank you so yes going back to Mm self-care what do you do for self-care and what does that look like for you for me personally, um, I wake up, I read my devotionals yes. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I try to start my day with God. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I have moments I roll over and I'm looking on Instagram. Yeah. Pray for me. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Yeah. But no, I do wake. I try to start my day off with God. I try to. I, I pray every morning. I yeah. read my devotionals every morning. Um, if I need a minute or something, I vocalize that now. I'm not mm-hmm. afraid to communicate that to yeah. whomever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting in the habit of saying no. Mm-hmm. And being okay with saying no. Yep. And not being the yes person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned earlier, I've got into my facials now. Yes. Um, pedicure, massages. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Let's see. Writing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Manifestation. I got my little prayer journal. I love it. So I write in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of different things, and I'm still discovering more. Yeah. To be honest, it's, yeah. it's, it's something different. Each day, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try that. Trying yeah. new things. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there mm-hmm. and not being so closed off to being open-minded exactly so yeah, yeah it's uh, candles i'm sorry yes <laughs> i'm getting into candles um all, all types of stuff girl. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 nice yeah. yeah i have a tub of candles i love Dang. my candles yeah I do. i'm getting into the candles now <laughs> yes yes so yeah just finding different things that take care of you mm-hmm. and you know take care of your mental health mm-hmm. and it sounds like you're making that a priority and that is to. awesome you have to mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it, it I'm I'm a lot happier. Yeah. I'm not just existing. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just existing. A lot of people, because they're just existing, they become numb. Yeah. To a lot of things. So no, feel those feelings. Sit in them feelings. Figure out what they are. Why they're there. Yeah. Hello, that's another thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why are you feeling the things that you're, you're feeling. feeling? Is there something deeper there that you haven't tapped into? Mm-hmm. That's probably causing that, that you can eliminate, fix, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a self-discovery journey. Oh, 100%. And just really figuring out who you are, mm-hmm. what triggers you, what you're experiencing, processing it, and then finding ways to just really take care of you. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. And then you can communicate that to other people so that they know how to treat you. Yeah. They know what to expect, what to do, and what not to do, because you mm-hmm. can tell them, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not for that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I like that. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. talk about it. Be open. Don't think that everything is, um, has to be so secretive right. or you're going to be judged mm-hmm. because it, to be totally honest with you, if you're being who you are and you're communicating that and someone's judging you for it, then they probably don't need to be around. Exactly. They are not for you at all. <laughs> at all. Yes. Yes. I love everything you're sharing. Thank, Thank you. you so much for sharing some of your insights. Of so. Course. Do you try to educate, advocate, and help others become aware of oh, mental health? Oh, every day, girl. Yes. <laughs> every day. I mean, I think that's that's everything that I do. I mm-hmm. am naturally a giver. I am naturally a helper. Mm-hmm. I want to see everybody happy. I like to yes. make people happy. Mm-hmm. I want to see people win and be the best versions of themselves. Yeah. So I am always, always, always advocating and I'm definitely available in here to educate mm-hmm. on what that looks like and individualize it. So right. it's again, you know, there's different, there's coping mechanisms. There are things right. that we can, you know, generalize. Yeah. But then there's things that need to be individualized as yes. well. So I am absolutely always here for that. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> awesome. I love it. And I want you to keep doing yes. it. <laughs> yes. What is one thing that you would want to tell others in the audience pertaining to parenting and mental health? Parenting and mental health. Um, or just parenting in general. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, one thing I will say in regards to parenting, don't think that you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of things actually about <laughs> about parenting um you're not alone Mm -hmm. you're not a bad parent Mm -hmm. you just may be um 
have some things misunderstood or you may have struggle areas yeah which are totally fine yeah um be open-minded keep in mind that you're you've you've nine times out of ten you've probably been wherever your child is right now Mm -hmm. but even though you have that experience don't put your experience on them yeah don't make their experience yours Mm -hmm. you can identify you can be relatable but don't be that parent. I've been there. I know it, it, it don't nobody want to hear that. Exactly. So um, be open-minded. You have to be willing and able to have the hard conversations, the mm-hmm. uncomfortable conversations, mm-hmm. the educational conversations mm-hmm. with your children. Mm-hmm. You cannot be that parent that's going to judge because then they're not going to want to tell you anything. Yep. Um, what else? There's, you know, again, going back to self-care, you have to make sure you're good. Yeah. In order for you to be good to so that child. Kids are sponges. Yes. They, they pick up everything. everything. I literally, I just told y'all my mm-hmm. son in a minute, mom, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You don't look right. You know, <laughs> um, they pick up on everything and you don't want them to ever think anything is their fault. Yeah. So um, there's, there's so many different things and I, girl, I wish we could just kind of stay here and talk forever about them. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are just some of the few, you know, biggest things, that communication, that vulnerability, mm-hmm. open-mindedness, mm-hmm. you're creating a trust factor and a safe space and place for you and your ch- child or children. Yeah. Um, it's very essential. Yeah. Very essential. Yeah. You are in here dropping nuggets today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope y'all are taking notes because she's leaving you guys with some really, really great information. So Dominique, I want to say thank you so much for coming oh, out and she your knowledge and your insight you guys she is a certified life coach and she does work with girls and women so check her out or check out her mentoring program pretty me inc in bolenbrook these are awesome opportunities for our communities so thank you for taking the time out to share with me and to be vulnerable to share your story and i just want to say thank you no thank you i absolutely love your platform i love what you're doing it's so necessary it's Mm -hmm. so needed Especially in today's society and day and age to really educate. I, was there a podcast when we were growing up? Right. Like, was that a thing? <laughs> was, was, was this type, you know what I'm saying? Were these avenues out there? If they yeah. were, I wasn't knowledgeable about them. But now mm-hmm. to be able to have mentoring organizations or mm-hmm. podcasts mm-hmm. or, you know, the Internet give or take um you know are really good resources for our children and our parents so i thank you i love this and thanks for having me of course and i'm going to leave you with there is no health without mental health don't forget to check out my website That is at www.mentalhealthmomentswithmonique.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Go ahead and follow me at Mental Health Moments with Monique. I finally made it to Apple Podcasts. So please subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor so that you know when episodes drop each month. This journey has been super amazing and I'm excited to continue to share more with you guys in the weeks to come. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or preferred beverage and get ready to listen while I educate, advocate, and help others become aware of mental health through their stories.